um, on purpose. And what is our purpose? And we had a scripture that we've been wrapping this all around. And it is Ephesians 2 verse 10. By now, hopefully, we remember it. Ah, cheat sheets. Um, But let's read it together. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. If you keep it up. So I just want to draw a picture for us quickly. So we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus. Right? We were created for good works, to do things that He has prepared. Where has He prepared them? In advance. Hello? Is that cool? It's going to be quite simple, but we're going to be going fast. We are His handiwork. The Amplified says His masterpiece, this this incredible artwork that He's taken time to master. We are His handiwork, His masterpiece. That before time, He had already prepared. And like He knew exactly what He was going to do. For work to be done later. Hello? That's purpose. Amen. Thanks for coming. But before we get to verse 10 in chapter 2, there's a whole lot of stuff that happened before that we realize that we were absolutely lost. Before Jesus, we were physically alive but spiritually dead. No hope, lost in our sin, lost in our mess, deceived. No destination because of our own decisions. But God, thank God for Him butting into our lives. But God shows up and now we get to stand in the resurrection life of Jesus. And we get this created incredible life things to do purpose that we get to walk in yeah because of Jesus Martin Lloyd-Jones says the gospel begins when man ends but God it's at the death of ourselves when we realize that we were not the answer We were not the way. We had lost hope. But God shows up, makes a way, makes a plan. And now we have purpose. We have a reason to be alive. We've asked the questions. Why am I here? Why am I alive? Where's God? Where's this? So many questions. But God. The gospel begins when man ends. When you and I realize that we are not the answer. And we let God butt into our lives then we see this incredible overflowing purpose that we all have now we have a new life and we have a new purpose that God has for us where did he prepare it? in advance he already had it so he makes us and like crafts us and once we realize that we get to live in the fullness of the glory and the wonderful things he has for us but God so, we went through, if you were part of any group, there were a couple of different purposes. Um, but we have general purposes that we all, every single one of us have here. 
And there were five of them that we went through. Regardless of who you are, what you like, what you don't like, you and I, because of God, have a purpose. And these are the five general purposes that we all have. And the first one is Christ. To know Christ. To know Him. The one who is the one that butts into our lives and changes it all. Paul says in uh, Philippians 3, Christ alone fulfills. He's the only one who can make a way. He's the only one who fulfills us in a lost world. Christ alone. We have the saying within our circles that um, uh, to know Christ and to make Him known. We start off by knowing Him. If you get into a relationship with someone, hopefully you want to get to know them first. Unless it's arranged. But I mean, hopefully you want to get to know them first. That's our first purpose, is to know Christ. And then it's, the second one is Christ-likeness. Galatians 4, Paul again says, um, he's got this like childbirth pains, he says. Until Christ is formed in you. It's like it burns, it burdens him within. Until Christ is formed in you. We have a purpose to become like Christ. You and I. Change from the old to the new. That's purpose too. And then the third one was community. We're speaking about community right now. The church is God's manifold wisdom made known. So God's manifold wisdom is made known through the church. Because you and I gather like this, His wisdom is made known. We become God's hands and feet. We're speaking about uh, you going through stuff. The church becomes God's hands and feet to help in those situations. Community. It was like it touched my heart a few Sundays back, our evening meeting. Um, I had my family here and I had my cousin whom we prayed for here who had lost, they had lost their, they were pregnant and lost their child. I don't know if it, yeah wasn't born yet um this church doesn't know who they are but because i'm part of this community the next one is the common good they get the benefits of god's manifold wisdom i sat i stood here and i looked at them i'm like it's incredible that they get to see like their cousin being ordained into this church the same church that sent meals Yet they don't even know them. In the worst time. It's the purpose of the church. Community. So we don't walk alone. When we're struggling financially, the church is there. When we're struggling relationally, the church is there. Etc. 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 We should be there. That's every single one of our purpose. Not to warm a seat. I love that we get together in meetings. But please, don't come here just to warm a seat. I hope you're asking God... How can I be part of this community? How can I be part of the common good? What are you revealing? What are you showing me? Where you, you, your reality is lived out in Grace Cove. Is that okay? Six weeks. Not just to cherry up. But hopefully you find out that you were created, you were loved. There's a purpose over your life. And it overflows into the people next to you. The ones you're sitting next to. I wonder if you know what's going on in the person to your left and your right. Unless you're married. Well, even then, but I hope so. 
Hello? It's the privilege of it, of community. The common good that people get to have the overflow of what Jesus is doing here. And then the Great Commission, Matthew 28. Therefore go, if we don't, it doesn't end here. Craig is now in Abu Dhabi. I knew it, I just forgot. He's in Abu Dhabi. The Great Commission. What trip are you going on? Where are you going for this gospel? This is every single one of our purpose. It's not the preacher's purpose. It's not the deacon's purpose. It's not the welcomer's purpose. It's our purpose, every single one of us, to go. How it looks like, I've got no idea. But we are called to go. Great commission, go and make disciples of all nations. We're a going people. A going people. Because of what we found in Christ and because we're becoming like him and we've built a community of people who are like Christ and then uh, people around us get to experience this Christ and therefore we're like, it can't just end here. Let's go. That's all our purpose. Every single one of us. Why were you created? Hello? I hope that settles in your heart. We are his handiwork created in advanced detailed so that we can do good works that he prepared and then in home groups or life groups connect groups meetings during the weeks these are the unique purposes that are very specific to you 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 me individual hopefully I don't fall this is being recorded live on imagine Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, I move a little too fast. Our unique purposes. How do we find our unique purposes? It's try things. Experiment. It's how you'll find what you like, what you don't like, what's comfortable, what's not comfortable. Try welcoming people. Try band. I mean, if you can't sing, we'll let you know, but try it. <laughs> try things. Expose your... Expose. Expose yourself to real needs. I debated sharing this or not, but um, there's something that is like super pressed in my heart. I'm here now. Um, for like years, about like the, the whole lady sanitary pads and all of that, the whole sanitary in- industry, like it boggles my mind how it's still reliant on donations. Like, I, I don't get it. And that's been pressed on my heart that kids don't go to school because of a natural thing that has just pressed on my heart. Like it just, I used to see, walk into the shop and there was like these little drumming keys, please donate, you buy, it just made no sense to me. What needs are you spotting around you? And you'd often know because it's really pressed in your heart. Like it just bothers you. It might be the kids and the robot. It might be unemployment. It might be broken marriages. It might be, it's just pressed on your, expose yourself to needs. And then ask God, what do you want me to do about it? Because I've responded. I hope you are too. 
Connect your gift, talents, and skills to your purpose. I didn't ask you, Anth. I hope it's okay. But Anthony does electrical work and all of the stuff. That's his gift. He walks in here and he knows exactly, boom, 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 boom. I, I. We have fans on top because Anthony. Can I, I'm, what is your gifts? What are your talents? What are your skills? And that's your purpose. Use that. I don't just mean here in the church. There could be someone who can't afford... I'm sorry, Ann, that I'm using you. But they just need their lights fixed. That's your gift, your talent. Are you using that? In what way? Those are things that you're just able to do. We can keep going down the list about our gifts, but are you using them? You're an accountant. You're doctor your whatever those are your gifts are you using them uniquely to what God's called you to in the different areas spaces just a question evaluate your past experiences oh uh, I don't know if this is a privilege or not but I've the last couple of weeks I've had to like I've sat and heard some stories you guys have gone through some serious things Man, I haven't asked to share this again, so I'm not going to share in detail. But someone in this church has, like, has been one of our groups has gone through some hectic stuff, and I sat there listening to it, and I was like, God, masterpiece, credit in advance, and that happens. Yeah, but then I hear the story just keep coming, keep coming. And then I'm getting excited. I'm like, God, I hope someone else gets victory over those situations because of what they went through. They're not just sitting there thinking, oh God, like this is the end of it all. But hey, I could help someone go through the same thing because I know of a God who has crafted and made me, who's got a purpose over my life that he knew way back when. What have you gone through? Sitting here yesterday, experiences again. God's healing, God's provision. What have you gone through? And can you help someone else see the manifold wisdom of God lived out? I don't say we've got to chase bad experiences. Please hear me out. They are horrible. They suck. I know. I've gone through some of my own. But man, I hope we don't get stuck in those experiences but the victory that comes out of that is that we get to help and walk through other people who have gone through the exact same thing have you lost a husband wife how's your marriage doing i hope that those experiences are not the end of you but god could use to help someone else see victory in their marriage see victory in their finances see healing in their lives see salvation come in their households that's your purpose engage with others hey if you spend your time in community they will tell you what you're good at and what you're not good at I said now come try singing I'll let you know if you can't sing 
People around you will, will spot things that you're good at or not good at. That's just what it is. Ask people around you that you trust, hopefully. They'll tell you. Okay, I'll leave it there. Tap into your passions. This is kind of on the back end of your gifts. What are you passionate about? I love like connecting with people. I love doing life with people. If you hang out with me, you'll you always hear this. Do life with people. I love it. Like I want to know who you are. I want to know what you're going through. I want like I want to get into your. I wanna, let's go for coffee. Let's. I, I just enjoy that. I get tired of that sometimes, but I just enjoy it. And so I'm always saying yes to yes to yes to yes to, and sometimes to my detriment. But I'm like yes, let's hang out. Let's do this meeting. Let's go. Let's go. Because I love being with people. I love seeing. Like, life's completely changed. I saw on the same night, it's incredible, everything happened that night, but I often stand at the back and, like, I just do that because I don't want to miss anything. I, I, I hope no one turns around super late and leaves. Because I want to run up to the car and be like, hey, it's okay. You're an hour late, it's okay. Just come in. It's okay. <laughs> And that happened a couple of weeks, months ago. And a lady like parked, and she, I'm not going to mention names again, and like walked around, and was like, oh, kind of late, almost walking off. And I just like, ran up to her, and I'm like, hey, are you, are you coming to church? Oh, yeah, but I see I'm late. So I'm like, it's okay, it's okay, just come in. Like, just here's a seat for you. I think Craig was preaching, or it was towards the end. And I got to see her serving that night. Like... my ordination but I saw her mopping the floors oh my god I know that's my passion ever to miss someone I know I've missed some people for sure but I put myself in situations where I don't miss people I know we live in South Africa and the crime is hectic but I woke up to a robot and I might not have money I rolled out my window and I'm like hey but what's your name I know the whole day everyone's been shooing you, shooing you. What's your name? I've got nothing for you, but what's your name? Cuckoo. How's your day been? Did you make any? I don't want to miss anyone. That's me. I'm not saying you do the same. Please, this is unique purposes. Find yours. I'll keep mine. And then listen. The last one is listen for God's direct guidance. Yeah, that is correct. I hope that is where we start and apologies for my voice but I hope that is where we always go to God what are you saying God you I, I feel this in my heart right now really pressed on what is this what you want me to do I I I I, I see this lady here or this guy here I see this family here I feel like I should God is this really you like hello I hope we're starting and ending there with God. What's on your heart? And because you put this on my heart, is this what you want me to do? Letting Him guide us. We started with the fact that it's our purpose is to know Christ. So hopefully we don't know Him and then walk away and be like, okay, we do whatever because you said, let's go. God, is this you? I hope we're still consulting God in our decisions. And why do we consult God? Psalms 139. <clears throat> Probably like yeah, it's an incredible, incredible scripture. It says, For you formed me my inward parts, my bones, the inside of who I am. 
You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it well. And then verse 15, which is not up there, but carries on and says, My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in the secret places. Intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. Jesus saw every little part. Hello, the, the beforehand, he saw everything. Your, your eyes saw my unformed substance before we were around. He saw all of this. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every in your book were written every one of them. The days that were formed for me when as yet there were none of them. Bible English is sometimes complicated. What it's saying is that before these happened, he had a whole book writing exactly how your life would look like. How involved is God in your life? Before I was formed, you saw, and you wrote. And I get to walk into you. Hello? God's involved in every part. He knows us from way, way back. And then he crossed, he crossed, and he's just masterpiece, amazing. Some of us, he doesn't give us hair, it's okay. But he's just like, just gives us height. Good looks. Sorry, Andy. I just. And then he says, hey, this is what I've got for you. I hope you walk out here knowing exactly this last slide. that he prepared in advance he's created you before you were around before you were thought he knows you and then he creates you and we get to live out in the fullness of what Christ did the victory, our destination is no longer death, we're not lost in our sins but we get to live in the victory of Christ on the cross and he crossed, he crossed, he crossed And it makes you who you are. Perfect in his image. And he doesn't leave us there. And he says, hey, I've got incredible stuff for you. Beautiful, good works for us to do. There's a call over your life. I don't care what's happened to you. In essence, if it's a mistake or whatever, he's called you for a purpose. I don't care what people say over your life, what's happening. Like, he's fashioned a purpose over your life. There's a reason why you're here. There's a reason why you're alive. Because of a loving God who bankrupts heaven because humanity was distant from him. Love drives him onto the cross so we could walk in freedom. We get to experiment, try things, live out in the fullness of what he has for you and I purpose. This is why we spent six weeks doing this. Not just for another series, for the fun of it, but because we want you to know there's a purpose over your life. 
and you get to live it out in this community. I hope there's uh, on the news it was we, we've got a outreach uh, Easter thing and volunteer. I hope you you experiment and try things there. But it's not just to get you involved in the church. I hope that's you're not getting that. But so you can walk in the fullness of what God has for you. It might be in your workplace. It might be your colleagues. It might be at your schools. It might be where there's a purpose over your life. We'd love to see you walk in the fullness of what that is. Wherever it is. We would love you to help out here. Because we've got space and room. Craig always speaks about we're based in creating room. What do you know? creating room for everyone to get involved and plugged in can I say I know we've asked we do tithes that's because it's biblical as well we've asked for the building but can I say and I hope it's okay with the other elders as well but we don't need your money I hope you're okay with that God doesn't need your money he wants you and the overflow of what happens in you gets to be seen around here where we want to build, create a bigger space where more people encounter God. It just happens to take money, but please don't think that's all we want from you. That's your heart that he cares about. And that's why we have mid- mid- midweek groups. It's not because we just want a full, full church. seats. For, we want to do life with people. Connect with people. Andre goes home. Something happens. The church gets together and prays. Stuff happens in your life. The church comes together and sends meals. Hello? Cares about your heart. And it wants you to belong. So last question. What is your purpose? I hope over the last while you've written that down. And you've asked God and you've tried to pursue what that is. Because every single one of us have a purpose. Because we're alive. As long as you're alive, the breath of God in your lungs is a reason. Are we okay? Thanks, John. So I'm going to pray for us. Um, maybe that we could settle that in our hearts. If you feel like you're unsure or if you just feel like more clarity on your purpose or whatever it is, uh, can you please stand? And it's not for me. It's just, like, just you responding. It just helps um, for, you, for your sake. Um, Daddy, I pray that... Uh, Man, this wouldn't just be another six-week preach, seventh one today, for the sake of it, King. I pray that you would draw your people close to you, King. I pray that you'd be very specific with what you call them to, King. I know there's these five that we all get to walk in and live in. But God, I pray for moments in secret where you are very specific. Those moments that you press into our hearts on people's needs, King. I pray for guidance and direction and your wisdom on how to walk that out. I pray for dreams, King. Visions, God. Won't you be clear 
and what you've called us to specifically, our unique purposes, God. And I pray for doors to open up for us to live and walk into those, King. Whether it is in this community, in the communities outside of this building, in a different nation, God, won't you be specific, God? I pray for just provision over those, those purposes, King. I pray that this body here, this church king, would open doors, would create space for those gifts and purposes to be lived out. I pray for abundance. And king, that it won't end in a six-week sermon or series, God. But we would get to see what you're doing over the next couple of weeks, next couple of months, next couple of years, your people walking what you've called them to. In your glorious name, King. Amen and amen. Amen.